Well, good afternoon, Facebook. Sunday afternoon. I had a blessed uh, time at church this morning. Had a great word uh, preached this morning to the congregation by uh, Minister Brian Hall, and it was a very, uh, very important and very uh, timely word. And uh, so thankful that God was able to use him in the manner that he used him today. I know it touched me, uh, spoke to me very deeply. Uh, I want to jump in here this afternoon. I've been pretty busy all week. I've been uh, painting on the outside of the house. And uh, I'm a pretty uh, picky painter. <laughs> it takes, uh, takes me a while to paint. And I literally have these little artist brushes that I use. You know, the one, the artist brushes, you can get the ones that are, I don't know, maybe a quarter inch wide, and then this tinier, tiny one. I use those to trim around the windows. Yeah, I'm that, I'm that picky. <laughs> so, I've been busy doing that. I got a few more weeks of doing that. I want to jump in here this afternoon, uh, talk about something that been in my heart for several months it's it's a process I'm personally going through so that's you know you tend to minister from your own experiences you tend to minister from uh, what you're going through and what you're dealing with uh, you look at the apostles you look at Paul I mean that's Paul was writing letters to the churches dealing with real-life situations he addressed situations that he was going through at the particular time and that's just the way to minister to other people is to, you know, relate to people and things that they possibly could be going through and you're going through as well. I want to talk about something. Um, when you're in a transition in life, and it can be a complicated transition. It may not be a clear transition. You may not have a definite, oh, you need to go do this right now. You need to go here, or you need to be with this person, or you need to join this group, or whatever it may be. You need to take this job, and you're kind of feeling your way through. You're you're kind of like you know a blind man, you know, with a cane. And please, I don't want to offend anybody that's you know has visual issues, but it's the best reference I can think of is somebody blindfolded. We'll, we'll use that as a, an example. Um, and you can't find your way. I mean, and you try, you're you're walking around, you know, looking and looking and looking. And, um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've been uh, I've been in this situation now for quite a while, actually. Uh, I've had some events in my life. Um, I may go deeper into those, you know, in the future. I don't really want to get too uh, too descriptive, but. I've been in a process of trying to find God's will for my life to where I see the things that I have experienced, that I've been trained in, that I've done over the years start to make some sense, you know? So it's like, okay, why did I do this? Why did I go there? Why did I spend all that time, all those years, whatever, if I'm never going to utilize it? And... I've tried to go down different veins and paths, and they have been dead ends. Um, it's quite interesting. I was in um, service. Oh, it's been in church service on Sunday morning several several weeks ago. This has been, this has been good Lord, this has been a couple months ago or so. 
and God showed me it, uh, it was a, like a road sign, but you have that split highway road signs, you know what I'm talking about? Arrow this way, arrow that way. This was not the same. It wasn't that, though. It was, like, the best way I can relate it to is it was, I fished in a spot in a river around here. And this happens in a lot of rivers. And this happens particularly in this river right here close to where I live, where it splits off. It'll split off into two veins for a period of time. And being a fisherman, one, one side usually is fairly shallow, fast-moving, nothing blocking it. But the other side often is slower-moving water, lay-downs, uh, things in the way. It's actually better fishing, <laughs> but it's harder. you got the easy way, and you got the hard way. But they both go to the same place. And God asked me, you know, he said, he showed, he showed me that to me in service. And he said, you want to do it the hard way or you want to do it the easy way? You know? And, of course, I'm thinking I want to do it the easy way. But uh, I really don't know which one I've chose yet, <laughs> to be honest with you. But that's where I'm at. And just to use that as an example, when you're in that process... You're in that transition process in your life. You've got all kinds of voices out there. You got voices talking to you. You've got your family. You've got friends. You've got church family. You've got the TV. You got the radio. You got the influence of all the media telling you, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. You're this old. You should have this by now. You should be doing that by now. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be living there. You shouldn't be that. You got to turn the voices off. Turn them off. The only voice that you need to hear is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Confirmed in God's Word. Get alone with the Lord. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in like some closet somewhere her time it could be while you're working but you're you're listening to God and you're in focus and you're listening to the Lord put the earplugs in I've got these headphones and turn the voices off because everybody will try to tell you from their own experiences I did this I did that I think you should do this I think you should do that I think you should work here I think you should work there I think you should be with this person. I don't think you should be with that person. Turn the voices off. Because you'll just be in confusion. I want to show you a scripture. Actually, I have my Bible today because I'm not driving. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. This is in the King James vernacular. So... I'll try to explain this the best I can. But I think, for the most part, I think most of you will understand what it's saying here. It says in verse 12, For we dare not make ourselves, this is Paul speaking to the church of Corinth, of the number, or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves, but they are measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves. And that's not wise. They're not wise. 
You never want to play the comparison game in life. You never want to say, well, why don't I have that? Why didn't that happen for me? Well, I did this, and I didn't get that. You can't do that. I mean, you make yourself, you'd be, you'd be miserable because there's always people that are smarter than you, faster than you, have more money than you, better looking than you. You know, the Bible says, do not compare yourselves amongst yourselves. It is not wise. It's not wise. You have to go to God and say, God, you made me. You created me. You put me in this situation. You born me into this family, birthed me into this family. You birthed me into such a time as this in history. I've had these experiences. I've sinned. I've done awful things. And you've redeemed me. And called me blessed. What do I have to do to find your perfect will for me? And it's to turn the voices off because people will speak out of their own experiences. Um, they, they will. Some people have this mentality of, well, I had to do it, so you should have to do it too. When I went to, back when I went to school, we had to walk backwards up a hill through a pack of wolves to get to school. You should too. You should feel bad because you had to get to ride a bus to school. You know what I'm saying? We, you, you, you have different generational ideologies going on and experiences, and you have to turn the voices off because you'll be condemned. Condemnation comes with those voices. Condemnation comes with those voices. So we don't want to be comparing ourselves amongst ourselves. We all have special gifts. We all have special talents. We have special callings that God has given us and experiences. And we've all failed. We've also had mighty victories. We've also had mighty blessings. We've seen God's hand in a lot of different things. But when you're in this time of transition, I think I think we're always transitioning as Christians. So we're getting closer. It's called sanctification, progressive sanctification. You never do arrive. You never do arrive. Until you see Jesus face to face. Behold him face to face. Then, <laughs> you're looking at perfection. But we don't arrive there while we're here on this planet. We grow. We become what the Bible says. The Bible, the word perf perfection in, in those scriptures is talking about maturity. We progress into maturity. But you know how you progress maturity? By failing, <laughs> by screwing up, by making wrong decisions, by behaving badly and being corrected. <laughs> That's how you grow. That's how you grow. So we as Christians need to trust in the direction of the Holy Spirit, in the direction of God's Word. And I'm not saying that there's not wisdom to be be had, uh, that there's not uh, counseling that can take place, but
but you got to be very, very picky about who you go to and who you talk to. Don't take counseling and wisdom from people whose lives are a wreck. To go to church like once every three weeks, you know, once a month, or whatever it may be. Go to people who you see that are setting a godly example, who are consistent, who are structured, who are organized, who are faithful. Go to those folks and get some wisdom from them. But just because somebody says they're a Christian and they're spiritual and they hear from God and they have all these experiences and I got dreams and I got visions and I got this and I got that, if their life isn't exhibiting that, don't take wisdom from them. Just don't. Just don't take wisdom from them. In a transition period because you get, you get totally confused uh, because they won't come from, from uh, uh, the Holy Spirit. They won't come from wisdom from the Word of God. They'll come from their own mental reasoning and logic. And a lot of it's cultural. It's not even biblical. It's just cultural mentalities they've been raised in. But they're not biblical. They're just cultural. They're cultural relative. That's what they are. There's, a, there's another scripture. Um, to give an example, this, remember we're saying, don't compare yourselves amongst yourselves. And watch who you listen to, what's motivating you, and the voices that are coming at you. If you go to the book of John, St. John, part of the Synoptic Gospels, John was the uh, disciple that Jesus loved, beloved, uh, very, very close to John, Jesus was. And you look at the last chapter, uh, Jesus has died, resurrected. He's reappeared to his disciples several times. Um, many miracles have taken place. People that were dead came out of their graves. And we're here, we're here in this chapter, and in verse 18 it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, when you were young, you girded yourself and walked where you would. He's talking to Peter. But when you shall be old, you shall stretch forth your hands and another shall gird you and carry you where you would not. He's speaking of how Peter's going to die. This spoke he signifying by what, by what death, verse 19, he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said unto him, follow me. Okay, he's talking to Peter. John's there. Verse 20, then Peter turning about, seeing the disciple whom Jesus loved following, which was John, which also leaned on his breast at supper and said, Lord, which is he who betray you? Verse 21, Peter seeing him said to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? Okay, Peter's doing the, Peter's doing the comparison game. Well, Jesus, you know, I said I would never deny you even though he did three times. <laughs> I'll never deny you, Jesus. But what's up with what's up with John? What's going to happen to John? Is this fair? Is this right? I need to know what's happening with John. I'm comparing myself amongst myself, ourselves. Yeah, let's, let's... Verse 21, Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, what shall this man do? 22, Jesus said unto him, if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to you? 
What is that to you, John, if they're to Peter? What is it to you, Peter, that if you end up dying, but John lives? What is that to you? That's none of your concern. That's none of your concern. So don't compare yourselves amongst yourselves, as I read in the book of Corinthians. See, that's what Peter was doing. He was like, gosh, Jesus, I mean, John's, you know, leaning on your, you know, side there, and he's the, you know, the, the disciple that you love so much. And why, uh, why are you telling me that I'm going to die this, this horrible death, you know, for you, but John's going to live on, and this and that. Why don't you tell me exactly what's going to happen to John? And Jesus said, no. What is it to you? What is it to you? So we shouldn't compare ourselves amongst ourselves, as I read in the book of Corinthians. We should not do that. Go back to that scripture. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. It's not a wise thing to do. And that goes into the whole voices thing that I was talking about. There's many voices. It says in the book of 1 Corinthians, uh, when it, you're in the gifts of the Spirit, there are many voices in the world. Many voices. And none of them are without meaning. Good intentions. Worthy. But that doesn't mean you have to listen to all of them. <laughs> because, like I said, you will be so confused if you start listening to all these things. Because a lot of it is not godly counsel. It's just human thinking and cultural. So you have to be very, very careful about that. Well, I pray that this word has spoken to somebody today. I, I don't have a huge amount of friends on Facebook, uh, but I, I'm leaving these videos public. And I'm hoping, you know, I get on I get on some of the news channels and I comment under the political stuff. And people, will, you know, will see that and they'll go to my page and then they'll see these videos. I need to just do a, a flat-out evangelistic one on here. So when they go to my page, they're going to see it. So that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this to get myself back into speaking again. Uh, presenting the Word of God, uh, utilizing my gifts and the talents and the knowledge that God's given me over the years, and not just sitting in a pew somewhere and rotting away. I don't want to do that. So I just pray that this Word has blessed you today and that, that you'll be careful about listening to those outside voices. And they could even be people that are close to you, family members, close, close friends. But you got to be careful and make sure that they're speaking from the counsel of God, from, from godly wisdom, from the Word of God, and, and not just, you know, their brains, or, well, this is the way we've always done it, well, this is how my mom and dad did it, or, you know, no. <laughs> no. Because things don't always make sense. The things that God might have somebody do does not always make sense. You think about the things Jesus did. You know, go wash in the River of Jordan, do this, do that, you know down and spit in mud and put in the guy's eyes and tells, you know, knocks Paul off his horse and tells him to go to this man and have him pray for him. You know, the things don't always add up in the, in the natural. 
So we can't assume, well, that ain't God. It's got to make sense. It's got to make, it's got to be culturally relative. It's got, it's got to be a certain way or it can't be God. No, that's not faith. That's not faith, then. It's not faith. I'm going to get off my high horse. I'm sorry. But, uh, I just want to get on here and, uh, I've been make these videos just to be able to minister and to help others and to utilize my giftings to give me some encouragement and give me an outlet, a social media outlet, to uh, share the Word of God. So I just pray today, I pray today that you'll be blessed, that you receive this Word, and as a wise woman used to say, you know, spit out the bones. Spit out the bones and eat the fish, but spit out the bones. I just pray that this word has spoken to you and that God will bless, richly bless you and use you for his kingdom in this week to come.